Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, Guy, Nick Mason, source full of secrets, of which we are um, two-fifths, right? Are, we're going back out on the road in the summer across the UK. We are. We're, it's all of June, so brace yourself. What's it called? It's called the Set the Control Store. What a brilliant name. Who do you uh, think could have come up with such a great name for a tour, Gary? I wonder. I think yeah. I'm looking at him, right? But then right. I did come up with uh, Nick Mason, source full of secrets. You did, and in fact, that came up in a podcast then because you were inspired by Woody Woodman's Is U-Boat, weren't you? I was, yes. Anyway, anyway, but enough of that. So... Join Nick, Guy, Lee Harris, uh, Don Beacon and me as we celebrate the early years with, you know, that incredible, it's an incredible body of work, isn't it? The early Pink Floyd. It goes up to just before Dark Side of the Moon. goes up to 1972, all the film soundtracks, all the Sid stuff, stuff you've never heard, stuff that no one's ever heard, frankly. obviously. Echoes is the big sort of, you know, uh, what is that? What would you call it? Magnum Opus. Yeah, I love a Magnum, don't you? Yeah, I never met Magnum. (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway, tickets are on sale now and you can buy yours at uh, myticket.co.uk. And Kilimanjaro Live presents Nick Mason's Sourceful of Secrets, the Settler Control Tour. Hello, Gary. Hello, Guy. Guy, world music. What does world music mean? I mean, it's such a, it's such a catch-all, isn't it? I mean, it seems almost unfair just to label everything that's outside of Western rock and roll world music. I agree. It's like best foreign film. Um, it, it's, yeah. it's a ridiculous thing. But it was kind of invented after Worm Up because there was a big thing. I used to listen to quite a lot of African music and various other music, but there, but there wasn't, there just wasn't an umbrella term. And it, you're right, it is a terrible generalisation. But I would say our guest this week does sort of encompass world music in that he does bring in stuff from everywhere. He does, but it's a sort of folk music in that sense, isn't it? Really, that's the genre, really, because it's like you know he's he's brought in you know. Celtic music for Af- from Afro Celt sound system, and he's worked obviously with Mumford and Sons with Brian Eno and Cuban music. You know that's sort yeah, of- Cuban music. Well, he's got very and uh, something which would be nice to talk about, which I'm very much in agreement with, which is how um, how the roots of sort of so much of all of all that music comes from Africa, which he clearly does. Well, of course, the blues does. You know. The blues. So there's actually a thing on one of. Um, there's a, a traditional song that he played, which is on the Passion, the second album from the Passion of Christ soundtrack that Peter Gabriel put together. And it's him doing a traditional song. And it's literally the blues. So, he, you know, he's an extraordinary artist. What a voice. I've really enjoyed discovering really, his really voice. really, beautiful, beautiful voice. Of course, the voice of Wakanda. Of course, it is now. Black Panther and Wakanda Forever. And there's a lot that I'm feel like I'm going to learn out of this episode, which I'm yeah, really looking exactly. forward to. Also, fantastic. Actually, I want to talk about the, you know, the solar irrigation project. I mean, this boy gets stuff done. Is this uh, because have... of your new house? Yes. I, we, <laughs> yes, the, the irrigation is terrible. We get a lot of sun, obviously, being in the south of England. Um, but uh, we haven't even said who it is. Bubba Marl. Let's get him on. Welcome to the Rock on Tours. 
Okay, guys, I'm ready. But it's a big tune for sure. I actually wrote that originally for Tina Turner. Of course, I had gone and found Joni Mitchell down in Florida and brought her back. I've listened to a few of them and they've been really good, man. I'm sitting in the back of the car coming into London. They're brilliant. Thank you guys for still being around, still making music, still being into it, and doing this podcast. It, it's uh, it's fabulous. Well, I get the feeling that us three should go for a pint. That's what I think. I'm in a band now. <laughs> it's called Roxy Music. You know this thing about the 10,000 hours of experience? Oh, yeah, to get good at something. When we recorded Arnold Lane, we'd done about 50 hours. The Rock Hunters Podcast with Gary Kemp and Guy Pratt. Keep on rocking! Ah! Oh, Baba. Baba. Oh, my God. How are you? We're very well. How lovely to see you. What an honour to have you on. I, I got out my Cora and my Balafon. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> uh, I'm Guy. Uh, Baba. I'm Gary. Okay. I'm Gary. Uh, Gary. Really, really, really lovely to meet you. We're both Please. musicians, uh, Bubba. Yeah, you can see. Can I just say, <laughs> the guy who is a, uh, knows Jim Palmer. Oh, I was yeah. about to say. Yes, that's so, because Jim called the other day. Anyway, off you go. Oh, that's what, okay. No, because I got in touch. In fact, Gary has played with Jim Palmer at uh, my 50th birthday. But okay. yeah, because I, I asked Jim if he had any stories or anything he wanted to share and he, only that he said that he wished he could do more touring with you but he finds it all very hectic and short notice yes it's what he said it's what he said yeah I understand it's not easy you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where are you where I'm are you London. all right okay and what country do you live in now Baba Senegal still still Fantastic. Senegal because yeah. I, I saw a wonderful film that Robin Denslow made of you when you went, he went to Senegal with you and back into your little village and you meet, yeah. you meet your aunts, I suppose this nearly 20 years ago now, but your it's family, more than 20 years, I think your family Maybe. is still there. Who, you yeah, still they're there. there. Everyone is there. Of course, of course, you have your festival, don't you? Which is yeah, you have the festival. The, are you going to come to play? Blues, would love to come. Would oh, love oh, to come to love to see you there. <laughs> <laughs> it looks absolutely fantastic. Mm. Yeah. So you've got a new album out, Being, which we've been listening to, and which is exquisite, incredible. And you've recorded this partly in Senegal and partly in uh, Brooklyn and London. I mean, tell us how the recording process happened. It started by. Uh, uh, the, the the festival actually the blues the flow, blues of the river festival johan came down there and we used my living room upstairs we started to set up and to invite musicians to start the, some little things with no idea that it was going to be an album just we wanted to write some songs and then we moved to pioneer work in uh, uh new york with some of the musicians and some other friends I like to play music with friends, you know, and uh, we started to, Johan started to play some of the mm, chords that he have or melodies, and we start to jam on the top of that. This is Johan Kohlberg, right, your producer? Yo, no, this Johan one. Hugo. Hugo, Johann sorry, Hugo sorry, from, sorry. From the very best, you know, and uh, uh, and little by little we start thinking it might be... Uh, something that and will end up to be uh, to be an album you know and you it's, it's it's different ways to make albums these days so and uh when we said definitely we're going to make an album we start to 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 to, to do some more work in london and then back to senegal and then back to london and then 
do the final work. So when you were, end up when you were, when you were, took uh, Senegalese musicians to New York, was it the first time they'd been to to New York? Some of these guys, or are these now? Yeah, some they, some, they they know New York. Some of them have been touring with me since a long time. Right, so right, right. They, they, it was not a surprise. It's always a surprise where the direction where the, the the work do you know because we work in many different things in classical traditional African music in in my modern band sometimes I say I want to do a trio to just with no idea what's gonna end up to be coming out of that so it's always a surprise for them uh but some of them also did live in New York like Sheikh Ndoy, the Dungoni player Dungoni he did an Fantastic instruments. It's a bass instrument. It's based on on the traditional African uh, guitar. It sounds like a really a big. Yeah, uh, it sounds fantastic. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. A growling kind of. Yeah, it, the guy is a bass player. Have you ever played with those guy? Uh, I, yeah. I don't know that I have. <laughs> we we need to sort that out, don't we? Oh, we do. Yeah. Uh, when you say classical Senegalese music, is that written down? Has that ever been written? It's uh, it's not uh, it's not written down, and that's the challenge. When I went to Paris the first time, so I went to the conservatory down there. My goal was to see how we can write this classical African music. I know that Dudunjai uh, Kumbaros, he's a big percussionist from Senegal. He passed away, but he tried with uh, uh, with some 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 Western musicians just to to compare. But it's just on the on the pattern of the percussions, not he didn't they didn't push it uh, uh, forward, and uh, you know when I listen to some traditional classical African music like I call them, and I listen to some classic Western classical music, I see a lot of similarity. Mm -hmm. Maybe it did came out in different time of the life, but it's the same attitude, the same way of making music, the same thing. It, the difference is in Africa they do it. For example, they go from 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 a line and you pass to some 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 other line to another line. They do it just naturally. But you also you also have there's the polyrhythmic thing, isn't there? You're not dealing with one time. You'll have no. You'll have sort of different instruments playing different different meters. Yeah, very very different. It come it's because where I come from, where we have most of this. Uh, uh, ethnic groups from West Africa, and every one of them have his own music, his own uh, rhythms, his own melodies, his own way of maybe of playing music. Yeah, but also like the tune because this this balafon, which I'd love to play just as a meditator. I can't really play it, but play as a, a meditator, play a bit now. Can you hit it? <laughs> play it now. Yeah, Let yeah, me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to it's hear like, it. It's like a xylophone, right? Is it kind of like a xylophone? Ah, hang on. Where's my? Yeah, it's like xylophone. But uh, and 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 it's 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 in Guinea it's 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 more considered by a rhythmic rhythmic instrument. <laughs> is it West? Oh, is it West this is so embarrassing. I'm going to humiliate myself in front of Baba Mal. Oh no! I please. I can't hear. My, my, uh, yeah, it, it has a talent function built oh, in. Dear, is... No, the um, but there's an, but because the reason I was mentioning it is because the scale is is different. It's so beautiful that the the intervals are these lovely, slight microtonal intervals as opposed to, you know, the Western it's scale. It's a really it's beautiful, a, beautiful it's thing. It's a beautiful instrument. I love the balafon. Uh, but you, 
You need to be a master to play a balafon. I know, I know. Well, I know. That's why I really didn't want to play it, frankly, uh, in front of you. <laughs> but th- there's an interesting thing because because uh, I think this one comes from the Ivory Coast, but it's you know oh, wow. because. It, because it has these gourds underneath, right? Which they, yeah. uh, which, which are the sound boxes. But apparently, when they make them, this is what I was told, they take them outside the village and hang them in the trees, and spiders come and make nests in them, and you let the spiders die, and then you have these webs, these old webs in the gourds, yeah. which give it a fizz. Oh. And when the, the musicians who brought this over to England came, obviously they had to clean them out for health and safety, <laughs> so they used to use torn up Rizzlers. Rizzler papers. Oh my in. God! Which you I, know, I, you know, it's a, it's a very, it's a very mystic, and a, and a very, very, very uh, respected instrument. Yeah, it's a, it's a really uh, tuned to a story of the empire of Mali. Yeah, right. Yeah. But also because, sorry, Baba, because I want to get this is a point that that has always fascinated me. This thing about the fizz, the, this thing that make the fizz the sound with the cora. I also yeah. have. I haven't got it here. It comes with this. Cora is like piece, a harp, right? Cora is like a cross between a harp like and a guitar. Harp. Yeah. Mm. And but it has this thin piece of metal which has got loads of holes around the edge and hundreds of rings in it, which you slot into the bridge, and so they all vibrate when it play, and it makes it fizz, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, it's like it's like a fuzz box. I would say African music discovered distortion uh, hundreds of years before yeah. the West. Yeah, yeah. You know, even even sometimes when 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 a group of musicians are are uh, are making a, a party, for example, uh, the instruments like the kora and the balafons are playing. The women just they take, they pick up some very strange iron objects and they try to make it dirty. It's too beautiful. Yeah. They don't want to be to be so beautiful. You have to have some distortion, something that that. Uh, show you that it's a uh, it's just natural you know because that's just really really interesting is it something we associate with kind of rock music is actually something that's always been there it's it's yes. fantastic that's amazing yeah that. it have been yeah. have been there all you, the time it's hard to know what's actually indigenous in senegal in african music because oh, is it some of it must have come from the islamic culture as well during that period do you think would it would some uh, east would some uh, of that Arabic music, I, 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 I think I think when the Islam, the religion just came, just adapt itself to, to what was there before. Right. And and you know since spirituality have a big impact on people, people twist what was there to 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 make a, to be more convenient with, with with the religion. But but the, what was there is so deep that no one can change it. And even even now you you are you you can't say that. Uh, uh, I don't think that anything can challenge what the, the power of culture down down there in, in especially in West Africa, because every everyone did grow up and everyone passed through the life according to what you was told about the different moment of your life when you were a child when you start to grow up when you are going to be married for example for the women and all of that have been told by the music. Wow. The responsibility in society is told by, by long term by the culture itself. So I don't think that any religion right. or anything can change that. But it's interesting you saying that about the culture because, like you, you in theory weren't supposed to be a musician, right? You were the wrong cast. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm a I'm a rebel. I'm I'm on my adventure. 
You are. You're. It's. You. You are literally like that's what rock and roll was. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. It? You know. You are. Yeah. You are the same thing. You're, but who who is allowed? Who is allowed to sing or to play music? Is everyone allowed to play music officially? There is two 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 way of playing music. One, if or maybe three, the sacred music, like the religion and yeah, the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also the the griots who they we call the storytellers from yeah. family to family. They have told this is the story of the of the community, uh, you have to pass it through generations. And when you pass it to, to people to learn about it, where you come from, the relationship between your families, what's your responsibility in the society, all of that have been told by them, but with music, with culture, you know, and right. in, in different times of your life, like I say, but you have also the popular music because everyone can feel something and in the night, you are young, you come after work, you have a nice dinner, you sit down in the middle of the village, you play music, you jump in the middle of the circle, you dance, you sing, you improvise, and you go back home, you know, that, that's the popular music. And it's still now, that music is so popular, because even the people, young ones from the hip hop scene, this is where they take their, all the rhythms, all the attitude, all the things, just to say things that they have want to say about politicians, about work, about uh, what they're waiting, to, to, what they're hoping to get from the life, you yeah. know. It's, that's the popular music brought me to the music. And wow. I have, I, uh, yeah, because I, when I was young, I was singing, everyone said, oh, you have a nice voice, or I jump in the circle, I dance, oh, you can't dance. And my parents started to accept that little by little and say, this is, this is not a, a griot's music, it's a, just a musician. And uh, this is why uh, I can't upset, say I'm <laughs> Did that upset people? Did that upset people? Mm, sometimes it was hard to, to be accepted by my family first, the friends of my dad, because my dad was a serious guy. He wanted me to have a good education. He supported me. But, he was a, uh, a muezzin, wasn't he? He was a muezzin. So you see, he's religious. He's, uh, but at the same time, he went to France. For the second worldwide so he had a different attitude uh about uh, how to educate your children also about uh, how to accept music maybe he was a dancer himself sometime when he was younger yeah uh, but that, do you think part of this thing of, of of the of it being so sort of i don't know protected it, with the musicians is because if you have an oral tradition it's like the keepers of the stories and that's the way it's going to be. Obviously, it's going to be a very, um, a very, very important sort of profession. But and same with music. If the music has to be handed down from generation to generation, it's precious. But now you can record it. Now, but now you can record it, so everything can be, you know, made. Yeah, fun. everything can yeah. be. You know, <laughs> it's a, it's a, the two parts of, of of this uh, of the music or the, are really important. You know, and uh, we need these griots to keep the tradition because it's their legacy. But we need also to uh, to have a very talented musicians who are much more free and can can go away with the music, can travel, can meet some other musicians, went into a st- in a studio and write new things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we all refer to the past, but at the same time we are really really open. Like the president, for, first president of Senegal said, you have to be rooted 
in your deep African culture and music and everything that shows this, this your personality. And to be open like a baobab the, or the uh, a big baobab tree to the to, to, to the rest of the world. There was a, it was actually a lovely quote from uh, Yusu Ndor years yeah. ago. I remember when he said, "Modern music doesn't have roots; it has aerials." Yes, <laughs> yeah, but because yeah, because you know, but yeah. I, you do need roots, obviously. Well, yeah. it's it's it's, <laughs> in, it's interesting, uh, you know, Baba, whether or not you feel that you are your job has been to spread your culture and your music to the world, or whether yeah. you're just on a personal journey going out into the world and pulling things into you it's a start by your personal journey you know you are young you want to you want to go away from 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 being held by sometimes by the tradition you want to do new things you want to every young person want to challenge his his uh, uh his community or his country or and say i want to bring something new so and by doing that you have to go you have to travel you have to meet new friends you have to discover the world you have to listen to different things taste different foods but at the same time when you arrive in a certain level you know you represent a country you represent a continent and 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 then the elements that have that show that this is your roots start to have place into the music you're writing and maybe this is what's attracting some other people to you so you make a space for them this is for me this is life this is how it should be you know the griots are fascinating to me there's a beautiful bit in the robin denslow film when you drive to mauritania and then yeah. everyone is so excited that you're there but the but there are these two griots and they're like town criers you know they're yeah. they're people who give the news and they're singing in melody that baba mal is arrived in the city and he's here for <laughs> us and it is like an old town crier isn't it you know yeah, yeah. That, that that that's not baba mal the musician this is baba mal who have a name yes, yes to yes. visit you know and then uh, later on it doesn't matter if you have a name or not, it's your performance. People are coming to see, especially the young ones, they're coming to see a musician. They're coming to have a good time. They're coming to 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 to, to listen to and to discover what news are you bringing to them, but through the music. And uh, I, I, I love this, this journey that I did with Robin Denzel. I love it so much. It was very relaxed, it was natural, it was, uh, it was very generous from people that we saw all, all along the journey. Yeah. But there's a, because I'm thinking that you're, because your people, the Fulani people, right, mm -hmm. are described as, as being semi nomadic, right? Which, which I would say, which are nomadic. Just nom oh, okay. Well, nomadic. Well, I, I like the idea of semi nomadic, which is you travel, you wander, you go everywhere. But then you come home. Yeah, <laughs> all, 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 it's like it's like a bird. It's all nomadic people. You love to travel. You can't stay up in one place. You have to go. You want to go. You need to go. And you meet people, but you always come back on the starting point just to see your uh, again your yeah. people because yeah. this is where you started dreaming to to be going, dreaming to do what you are doing. Uh, and it's it's, it's I, I know it's, it's since centuries or thousands of years people nomadic people are was traveling from west to east on in the Sahel region this is why mm -hmm. the Polandis people you see them done in more than 18 countries in in in, in Africa so and uh, and that came out of I guess following the weather the harvest and yeah 
Yeah, yeah. because following it was the, the, because, because of the, their animals, the cow. Yeah, the water. And, you and, the and water, this right? is the way of life. And the water. And the water. Yeah. See, where is the water? Where is the grass? Where is a, where some important things are happening in, on, 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 in the Sahel? So they can go. It's not just going with your animals, but it's also trading. It's also uh, exchanging. It's also learning from the others and take mm -hmm. what you learn from the others to the other communities, you know. And uh, being born like that, uh, you don't see borders. Wherever you so, go, you, the next step is another place. Yes. Yeah. It's, so did that having that approach? Because you, I, I think it was before. Was it before you went to Paris, or after that you travelled around the country with? Was it with Mansur Sek? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Mansur yeah. Sek is a griot himself, isn't he? He's a blind griot, and he's yeah. become a great inspiration for you. He is a griot himself, full of life, of uh, jokes. He liked to jokes. He had to make fun of uh, everything. He make people relax. You know, you can be serious, having problem in your mind. You sitting with Mansur, you are gonna laugh. Now, oh, so uh, it was really very, really very nice. important on the road. Yes, yeah, very important. <laughs> Same with any band. Yeah. <laughs> How did you meet? Our parents, our grandparents knew each other, and then my parent, my father, and his father was friend. But when we met and started to be to to to, to play music together, we didn't know all about that, you know. And and when we knew about that, it makes us much more closer to 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 everyone. I I I remember when I was going to France, my mother called me and say, "Are you going?" I say, "Yes, definitely. I want to go." And she say, "Do all your best to bring Mansur after." And three months after, I I, I send the ticket to oh. Mansur to come. I asked to my mom why. She say, "I don't know. I just feel that you and Mansur say you should be together all the time. It makes me comfortable." To, to 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 know about that it's amazing but, but what was it like what was it like i mean arrive from the world you'd known to arrive in paris because <laughs> I, I presume you spoke i mean you you because you, you um french was like the colonial language i guess wasn't it yeah but but it was a nightmare so, in paris for me oh okay <laughs> and Mansour. It, it's a nightmare for everyone i mean parisians <laughs> but you're, 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 don't start me you're studying music you go there to study music right no, no, I no. Oh. It's two of my friends who said to me, "You want to be a musician? You have to come to France to see how people do properly music. You know <laughs> how they have plans, how they record, how they promote themselves. You are doing it in a very inconvenient way with Mansour. You're traveling, playing in houses for friends or families. Now come to Paris. When they they send, they bought the ticket for me." When I oh. came to Paris, I was supposed to stay three months. I stayed three years. Because after three months, I make Mansour come. He was excited. He was bullshit down there in Paris because you couldn't rehearse properly or sit down with your friend and play music. Someone will come and bang underneath and say, shut up, you're making some noise. And we didn't know that, you know. We Sacre were bleu, merde. Yeah. <laughs> and we was, we was free to play music anytime. Even at four o'clock in the night, people will run from the village place to place to come to listen to us in our hometown. So, so And when we was traveling, so it was a big shock. But at the same time, it was very exciting. And because, these friends, they took me with Mansour Sek. They advised me to say, since you're here, follow your studying at the conservatoire to learn more. 
And we started to play in the immigrant foyer down there where the immigrants live. When I, this is where I get a little bit of money and send it to Mansur to buy the ticket, make him oh. come. And then we oh, started wow. to to play in, in in these foyers all over France and get started to to love it, you know, to love it. And from the fact that we the people were saying, shut up, don't play the music, to be end up to be loving what we was doing in France. They didn't want to go back. I, I just want to step back a little bit to when you were doing that, tra- you went traveling to, to Mali and around looking for music and trying to understand music with Mansour Sek. Because it reminded me a lot of the, of the you know, 100 and 120 years ago in, in England, there was the folk culture, the folk music, people like Cecil Sharp, who went around collecting and, mm-hmm. and, and collecting this music, and or, or Alan Lomax in America. Yeah, exactly. Well. And story. Yeah. And when you went, and then when you left and you went to France, did you find yourself being influenced then by by Western music? I have that challenge. I, I, I you know, I always fight to 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 find the place of my community or my country in uh, in 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 what everyone was doing. So when I came to Dakar, it was because the north of Senegal, the language of the Fulani or the culture of the Fulani, I, I saw it, they didn't get their place down there. So I went to this big ballet of 70 people and then me and Mansu Segui said, no, we're doing music, just music, not not dancing, not theater, not nothing. Because the, the north of Senegal need to have its music down there. And then when I came to Paris, I say, no, they know about African music, but I need to part play my role on to push more about African music and to ref- this is where whatever we learn from the tradition, the classical music, start to get the shape in 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 our, our writing songs and things. This is just what what could be really different from what we saw down there because I went, I discovered. Mutabaruka, for example, down there from Jamaica. I just did Linton uh, Kwesi Johnson. Yeah, you oh, did. Yeah, you, did show right. you did something with Linton Kwesi Johnson, didn't you? No, no. I just said yeah. Oh, there so. was a there was a was a festival organized by students, African students, you know, and they brought all these musicians. I was there and I came. I played my own show, but it was there was part of the right. of the of all the. All right. Okay, so it wasn't collaborative. Festival. Right? I, it's the first time I saw them. And I say, oh wow, this is good. This is good to know, to to see, and to know, and to see how they move into the business, and it start to give me ideas when I go back how to put on my band. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
And how much did blues and reggae influence you? And when did you become aware of that? Were you aware of that, that kind of style of music while you were in Africa or was that when you moved? Yeah, yeah blues particularly. And, uh, because you have someone, I mean, Ali Fakatore, you know, who's really gone into the blues. The blues, more. yes. Yeah, and, 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 and we were so proud to see that Ali Fakatore, what he was playing, when we go back to listen to John Lee Hooker, for example, mm -hmm. it's, there is there is a lot of similarities. Yes. And you start to say, why? How? Oh, so much, so much, yeah. Yeah, this is so, so similar. And you start to say, wow. And reggae music is, when I went to Paris, I start to see these people, uh, Muta Baruka, and then I discovered Bob Marley's uh, album when he was traveling all over for Europe. But, and his European tour, that green vinyl, oh. You know, yeah, green yeah. cover of the divine. What, what, what that album was called? Um, was that the Exodus? Um, uh, no, no, it's not Exodus. It's, no. it's like a tour. I, I can't remember. Oh, the live thing. album. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was because I was the first time uh, when I became aware of. I mean, it's different African music, but but um, of of uh, of like high life and Afrobeat. Was what mm -hmm. amazed me. What well, amazed me was how the sound palette, the actual sounds are so similar to reggae yeah apart from the, you know it's much more about the guitar dancing around yeah the, yeah yeah but the it's, sound but yeah. it's but all the same but but the actual palette is is they could be cut in the same studio with the same you know yeah yeah you you yeah. That, that open your curiosity you say how people are playing music different in a different places come from different places and uh why is it so similar yeah, why is it? And and the attitude also, the attitude to to music also. You when you push your curiosity, you say how it has happened. I really liked what you did with um, Simon Emerson and and the Afro Celt sound system and that yeah. bringing in Irish folk music into the mix as well. I think it was in the Firing in Futa. The, the, the Firing in Futa, yes. You that well, but weren't you weren't you part of the formation of the Afro Celt sound system? I, I don't know, you know, when I first came to London, came to, 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 to perform here in London, and uh, I was buying a lot of cassettes. I love to buy music, to go to the shop and to buy music. Now, at that time, it was cassette, and there was a lot of different cassettes, and I... What shop? Was there a shop particularly you went to? <laughs> I can't remember what shop, but oh. it's everywhere. When I see a shop, yeah, yeah, I yeah. just go there with my musicians. Some of my musicians love that also. We have a big collection of music all around the world but the celtic the celtic sound the celtic way of music the melodies of the of the, of the celtic music is that should remind me of the fulanese people the violence wow of, it's all of that and, and 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 i love the harmonies that came from out of that and when simon emerson just i said to simon so i i think this is this is this is a, there is a connection between Celtic music and and African music in general, but with Fulanese music also. And I I when I put this, some of these cassettes, I listen to each song of it. I see my place inside. I can't sing in Fulani on the top of that. You know, if they take over the voice, I can't sing it. I sing. So, but they they have I. They have um you know mm -hmm. the, the Boran drum. Which is, in a way, yeah. it's very like a talking drum because I like worked. I, I worked with Donal Lunny. I did a, a solo album and, with and with Donal, yeah. who plays the most incredible 
Baran and he played on one of my tracks and if you solo it you can hear him go G C you know you could hear him play you know the notes yeah. that I'm playing not, and in the yeah. same way with a talking drum can can do that yeah. too um also Davis Spillane is on there as well Davis Spillane yeah who, I, who played on my record too and I absolutely oh, love okay. it. the <laughs> Ilan pipes are just an incredible sound but uh that, I suppose Simon Emerson we've got a, we've got a lot to thank that guy for what he did yeah. there yeah, you have to thank him because what what he did it it did even inspire a lot of musicians in Africa because you try to find your way uh, to how you gonna invite some older musicians who play different uh, type of music to your music what you can do and when he did that when he did the uh, uh, first well we did uh, Lam Toro and then Farin in Futa and I think a lot of people say yes this is the way. But, but where did you what was it like when he went to try and record in in senegal was there a studio what was the facilities like the first time there was there was there was a studio but we didn't do it in the studio we just you know, welcome them down there before the two young engineers uh run aslan and jimmy and they they bought everything from london and we went down right away to, to the north of Senegal at 500 kilometers. We traveled all seven hours to arrive there. And we set up a studio for one month with Jumbo Van Renen uh, from, from Mango. And we, every morning we will be there just uh, chatting. Sometimes we go to the studio, work on some of the mix. And then when we have the material, we just came back to London. Go for example for the fire in Putrago, we went to real world just to add the final things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But from Senegal, from the north, we had everything. Wow. We have we have everything. We have the songs, we have the African elements, African Guanese, we have the Kora, we have the percussions, we have the make did the voices, we did everything. That but this must be one thing because the way you like to work, um Barbara, with, with so many different people and in so many different places, the way technology has changed must be so great for you in that it's, so, oh, yes. it's just I, so much easier to... I, th I think the people who changed technology, they, they did it just for me. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it, I was wondering sometimes how we can put this to that. You know, when we were in France and making uh, the jam lily, some of the song of Jam Lili, Mansur Sek and me, I, I wanted to have some sound of the water. You know what I did? I put a microphone and make a very big basin, took another uh, uh, small thing to put the water on down it and, and try to, to drop it little by little to have the sound of the water. And when my people in Senegal, they did listen to the beginning of that song, Lodo, they thought maybe I recorded it in front of the river. You know, oh. and then later on to the technology, electronics, it just gave me a way to 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 add all this yeah. that I wanted yeah. to put in the music. Yeah, you yeah. mentioned real world and coming over and recording there, and and I guess Peter Gabriel has. We have to thank Peter Gabriel a lot. Yes, for Lots. for what he's done mm -hmm. for exposing music to 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 us. Do you, do, you, do you, did you meet Peter? Have you worked with yes. Peter? Obviously, I met Peter many times, and uh, he was there coming sometime to the studio when we was mixing Panin in Futa, and then invited me in 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 passion in in the, the, the of song. Course. That's right. I wonder about that because it, that was the album, which is which is all this showing what inspired his 
Yeah. What inspired this is for the Martin Scorsese. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's, a, he's a generous your, guy. Your track is beautiful, by the way. He's, he's a generous guy who just wants to, 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 to take the hand of some musician and show them to the to the people and say, let's go. Now it's, it's, it's your time. Make what you want to do. Do do what you want to do. And it's, it's your chance. And that's great. That's, that's the generosity of music. And WOMAD oh, yeah. obviously has been fantastic for exposing yeah. and bringing uh, African and world music to, to Britain, but did you feel in the mid '80s, you know, a little frustrated or disappointed that, um, or maybe not, that um, Live Aid, which was all about Africa, the symbol of Live Aid is is you know is the African continent as a guitar, that that there wasn't enough or any inclusion of African music in the festival. Yeah, I, I did come out and say some things, not uh, because I. Was was mad. I just pointed my fingers to say next time. I think when you talk about the continent of Africa, uh, if you want to help Africa to achieve things, also start by its its musicians mm -hmm. yeah. and include them and to to give them the chance also to to be there and to talk about their continent because when they go back. They will be the relay to, to the populations because most of these concerts they was happening and everyone was so proud that musicians are taking this act, taking action. But at the same time, in Dakar, for example, you ask to any young person, "Do you know about live air?" They will they will not know about it. You know? mm -mm -mm. And uh, and and many 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 things like that it showed uh, did. Uh, did did happen many many concerts like that did happen and it would have have much more impact on the continent and the continent will be much more grateful to that this effort if they knew that it was done with their musicians also for them for 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 their situations i think but it's a good thing that we people did at the same time to to Take some of your time just to talk about uh, some of these people on this planet's problems. Yeah, but it's much. But attitudes with Africa now, people. It's much more about engagement and exchange, isn't it? I mean, it's, yeah. Af Africa's putting out so yeah. much. Yeah, because in the, there was so, a time when it felt to other people that Africa was only full of problems, and that, uh, and and now we're seeing it full of culture and and. Do you think the attitudes have changed? And obviously, you've been a great emissary of this. But do you think you're yeah, succeeding? Not just me, not just me. All the African musicians, Angeliki, mm. Yusnur, Salif Keita, all of them. Yeah, yeah, many, many, many of them just said that yes, we went away with something that's called African music. We get names, we get opportunities. What can we bring back to the to the to, to the continent? But it's we was pushed also by the young generation. Even the people in the hip hop yeah. scene, they say they start to say yes before of social media of uh, the exposition of Africa. We need to do something. We need to talk about our continent first before anyone won't say this is Africa. We know Africa much better than anyone. We live in Africa. We can see the changes. We can see that the young people are going more and more to school to to study not just studying but just studying culture fashions uh, modeling sports and every fields africans are doing their best to say yes we are part of the world and this brings back something to to to, to africa and a new energy is down there and, 
Absolutely. And I, I would say, again, a lot of that is technology, is that because it's now people are so much more connected, they can communicate, they can yes. get the message. I, you know, I, I think communication... Which I think, I think that's been massive for Africa as a continent. But one, yeah. of, your, one of your albums was yeah. called Television as well, wasn't it? Which yes. Is... <laughs> and even even in the new one, there is a, 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 some freak out. It, it's about the social media, you know. Yeah. The impact of social media. But to be careful, social media can help. Yeah. Can, and can, can, yeah. can join can, can make the people who are far away from 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 where they from Africa the immigrants the young immigrants because they can participate to say yes this is right this is not right they can use that also to send money to participate in everything that people are building down there but to be careful also of what we're putting on the social media because the organi social organization of Africa the families is not it's not like the West. You can put something; it can destroy the family. It can destroy this this uh, this harmony between the yeah. generations, you know. And it it is it, uh, every continent or every place have its own reality. I love that you you sang for Senegal at the World Cup in two thousand and two. Yes, when you actually played France. And you beat well, them. And you beat them. <laughs> that, I mean, and, what, and I, I, what, I, what a I, moment. What a moment. That must for have been. me, For me, the players, they play their role. But I beat France because I was the first not of, of this game. You know, and, and Europe is very funny. I can't remember the name of the lady who was there representing France. But we was there in the dressing room. I was there small, like a small country coming to participate in the big World Cup. She was there proud because France had the cup itself. So uh, it was the first game. And she was training all day down there. And I can hear her voice. Yeah, the training, her voice and things. I was there sitting down and saying, mm. <laughs> and then we end up getting the ball into the into the <laughs> into their place. <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't see her after. I was uh, wondering how does she feel. <laughs> she yeah. done a runner. Oh, fa fa fancy drink. <laughs> but, but, but did the players come to you afterwards and say, you know, I, Baba, I you inspired to, us? I went to see them because most of them didn't see me pro in, in, in good. Uh, in, they know the name, they know the music, but, uh, you know, they're very young. And this, I guess 90% of them, was the, that was the first time they saw me standing up and singing in front of them. I can see that. They they turned their head to me just to say, oh, wow, this is Baba Ma. And, uh, and I was relieved after the, after the goal. Well, I bet, because that wasn't, that wasn't going to happen. And I love that you said that you're the man that beat France. I mean, it's such an honour for us to be talking to the man who beat France. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, with our centuries of war. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Exactly. But we're English, you know what I mean? This stuff means... We should, we, should, we should mention Eno, Brian Eno, because we were talking about, you know... I was going to... Yes. Go on, Guy, go on, Guy. Go on, because Guy... No, 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 I... I, I no, no, but fine. I feel like because I mean, you're, a, you're a West Londoner guy, Notting Hill Gate, this is... Is all your favorite, yeah, really, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and Brian, <laughs> maybe it's not far from here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're in West London now. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, be, no. We, I just we just wondered what your collaboration was because I can't find it. It was he. I, he was on one of your albums. Yes, uh, it was in Nomad Soul, and uh, I think when when we say Brian, you know, we should not forget about Harry B. Yeah, because we just. Uh, 
went three of us in the studio from 10 o'clock before uh, uh, 12 o'clock we had this song lam lam and we I, I always mention it like it's uh, if three mad guys in their way of doing music they come together and bring their madness something exceptional could always come out because i come from i come from haribi is a very uh but he's a DJ, isn't he? The DJ and the things and so, and and Brian Ina is a really good composer and and have very nice ideas. We and just a guru. So so the three of us in, in in this room end up to be that great thing that we have Lam Lam. Uh, did but did Brian did Brian have one of his cards? Do you know about his cards? He has these yeah. oblique, oblique strat strategies. The, the oblique yeah. strategy yeah. cards. Did you, you didn't use one of those. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, that's for when you. That's when for when you don't have ideas. Oh yeah, that's what's sure going wrong. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, do you know what? I've got a. I've got a copy here uh, of of all the oblique strategies. I'll have to. I have should to. we should we bring them to one of our rocketeurs in the future? We'll have we'll have to have a look at some and read them out. We're stuck for questions. We're stuck for questions. Uh, and of course, Mumford and Sons is. You did this. This that was quite a Johannesburg. Johannesburg. That was quite was, an experience yeah. as well. Uh, what? How did that come about? Yeah, they was they was wanting to do an African tour, and for them the entry door should be South Africa, because uh, I think that's the biggest name from these African uh, nations that they they knew, and they thought maybe this is where they get all the facilities to be able to record something. But we started the recording. We started the ideas of making something together here in London, because the song "There Will Be Time" started in London. So uh, we went many times in the studio and then planned to go to do this tour in South Africa because they wanted to see their fans down there, and we used the opportunity to go to 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 record uh, these uh, five songs. But the idea for them in their mind. They say, since you are an African artist, African musicians, you're going to be the, the, the one who's holding our hands and taking us to Africa. You know, it's like a like a godfather of, of the project. You know? Did they find you or did you just meet by chance? What happened? It's, 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 it's a nice story. Johan Hugo, who's doing, which I'm working on, All right. worked with on this album, last album, said to me one day, let's go to Lewis. This is a group called Man for Their Songs. They make it, they have their own festival and they play. I went down there, you know. And when to I to where to Lewis, Lewis, yeah, that's where that's I where am. You, that's where Guy is right now. That's where no. I am. I'm just down the... <laughs> so I came down there. I, I discovered Man for Their Songs down there. I was on the side oh. of the of of the of the stage and they was playing. And when they play and they have the banjo and things, it's totally different. Or when they play something more rock and yeah, things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, I love this music. And we invited uh, Winston to the festival, the Blues of the River. Winston Marshall. He came back and said, hey, guys, you know, this festival is something you have to go there. And then they come to, to the Blues of the River and they started to to be real friends and uh, started to, to plan to do this tour in South Africa. Wow. Yeah, I just, uh, Lem Sisse is <laughs> on that record as well, isn't he? Lem Sisse is on, on one... Uh, one song because I wanted to do something with with some poets, some some storytellers 
from Nigeria, from Ghana, from Africa, or from the, its diaspora, and them did one on one of this war and uh, and peace on one of them. I said, this is so beautiful. I'm not going to put it in this album. I'm going to put it in another production that I'm going to, I was doing. And he's been a great ambassador as well, um, hasn't he? Yeah. My, my, my 10-year-old just last year, you know, they were all given copies of the book to read and... He's a name that now trips off their tongue. He's a, he's he's someone who's very sensitive. He's very very open to the world and and bring it some positivity. Uh, when he listened to him about his life and he talk about his life, but the way he's doing something in the world, he's he's taking it from it's like you're taking something from the dark side and to bring it to the light, say to give hope to people, you know. And this is this is what music and writing and singing should do, you know, not to depress people, but to give them hope. It's so hard to get something that inspires you, and uh, he's a very inspiring guy. How long has the festival been going? How did and is that something that you personally are very? Blues, much you're talking about blues running? on the river, the blue, the yeah, blues, the it's seventeen years now, and it's going to wow. be the Glastonbury of Africa one day. And what musicians have played wow. down there? Western musicians have played down there. You know, it was not supposed to have Western musicians, but when my Western musicians friend discovered the blues of the river, they all want to come. And it, there is a place for them to come. Because the blues of the river is shared by the four countries that share the river Senegal. It's Mauritania, Senegal, uh, Guinea, and Mali. And uh, it's to promote the people from the culture from down there, you know, and... Uh, of course, when you call it the blues of the river, wherever it's, you find a river, people can come to play. Sure. And maybe That's one day the, the blues of the festival can travel to go to some another river. And yes, definitely. But, but it's funny you say that because, because the blues, as we in America, it's, it comes from rivers, doesn't it? You have the Mississippi even, Delta. Even, 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 the... even from Africa. Right. Even because the blues comes from Africa, I guess. Yeah. And uh, and and when these people was going there and played this music that end up to be the blues, uh, there was no plan, there was no train, there was no 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 cars, maybe horses. But most wow. of these people, the slaves, have been transported from inland to the coast and to be sold and to go to America wow. and to keep the blues. They pass by the river. And this is what my answering to, to, to the former president of Senegal, Abdullah Iwad. He asked me, why the blues of the river? I said, because the music that went and become the blues and can come back now and see that the people who play still the blues, like Ali Farkutri, they're still here. Uh, it it's all went down to, to America through, through water, but especially mm -hmm. from the rivers. And then they came to, to Dakar or to... Accra and then spread all over the world. Now the blues is coming back to see its roots in Africa. You've been you've Fantastic. been you've been involved with a lot of political uh, things that you've had. You know, raising awareness about different um, issues. Yeah. Is this something that's still part of your yeah. life now? Yeah, I, are we solving? I, I, are we getting? Are we solving any problems, or are we, you still? Yeah, just we are solving. Them? We are solving. Problems. Well, you are. You have your non-K trust, don't yeah, you? Yeah, for when example, which is that's a fantastic project. Yeah, we are solving problems. <laughs> when we was to fight against HIV, I make a big tour around there in Senegal and West Africa. Yeah. When it comes to uh, in in the blues of the river, also we 
sing, we dance, we make concerts, but also in the day, we make a lot of talking about the professionals, about health, about education, about all this. And we try to find solutions. Where are we? What we have to do? How we're we going to do it? So, and then now it's, a, it's more, much more solid because I have this foundation, Nanka, which is a uh, supported Trust from, what does what does Nankai mean? Is it is, there, is, it, is, it is it the Fulani world? But it's a, a, to mm. the initials of a different uh, issues oh, in the okay. thing. So it's an agriculture, uh, fishing, cattling, uh, uh, and all through culture and access to technology. When you when you took the initials of these words in Fulani, it give you Nanka. And it's a good wow. word to say. And and when you Nanka itself it means listen to this. Yeah, yeah. listen yeah, to yeah, this. Yeah. And, and 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 also I when people ask me, like I'm I'm telling you now, I say it's a Fulani word. Fulani is an international. Do you language. always do you always sing in Fulani? Have you only ever sung in Fulani? Yeah, in, in Wolof also, in Mandinka. Uh how many how many languages do you speak, Baba? Five. But you've never been pressured to think I've got to sing in English. Have people, have record companies said, you know, this is what you got to do, or or French, or French? You don't know the first the, the one of the words. It's not press, but the, the, when I was asked to sing in in English, it's when we was doing there will be time. You know, I think the first line you think, and I think the band said it would have been nice if the second thing you're gonna sing, you sing it, and, and there uh, there is a time, a time to leave. Oh, yeah, a time. Yeah, yeah. Down to this and that. Then I said you should help me to write it down in a good English word. But uh, I, I love don't... I love that you know. So uh, I looked at your Desert Island Discs from a few years ago, and obviously Miles Davis was on there. Because mm, yeah. we haven't so mentioned so jazz, you know, and what he was doing in modern jazz and changing jazz music. I mean, it's. It's still a, that still has to be a, a, a when you first heard that that must have been incredible. So it well, just it reminded me what I just said at the beginning of our talking in the griots who come uh, in a certain uh, moment of the night playing the kora or playing the nguni, the Russian African guitar, and at the corner there was two or five, four or five old people just talking about serious things and this music goes with that you know it's a serious attitude to music yeah uh, that's yeah. different from the problem and when i just discovered miles i said maybe miles come from these people who you would have played this kind of music when if he was in uh, right because this attitude that see is the seriousness and the, the fact that uh, you have to listen but actually i wanted to ask you about that uh, how that your arrangements work in and in, in your Senegalese music in that you know if we take the jazz that Miles was doing it's normally starts with a riff and a melody and then it's freeform improvisation and then it's that mm. return at the end which is very satisfying how how is the structure of of your songs is you know like English pop music you know British pop western pop music is always you know verse bridge chorus Cor yeah. how does it work for Senegalese music? I did I did I did that sometime in songs like Fanta from Nomad Soul in some older songs but I love the fact that people should let me to be free. And I think this is what we have. We 
in this last album. For example, the last song of it, which is the Kazama's Night, it took you. There is no stack. We just let it flow, like 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 meditation, something like, and like a river. Just, yeah, like a, yeah, like a river. And, like and a river. What, <laughs> is that what the music that the Griots played would be like? Would it just be? Some because, some of them because it's, tell, it's about storytelling, isn't it? So it's it, I guess would be like it's, a, it's, a, it's not more about storytelling. It's about right. you 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 have been touched by this melody or this rhythm, and you want to say something about this or that, and you take your time to say it. Take all the time to to to, to say it, not to stack it, stretch it in a small thing. You have right. you 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 are liberated. To, to 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 sing till you know that the message you wanted to deliver is down there. It depends. It can be. I this is what I loved in in, in fellas in songs. You know, it takes time mm-hmm. to 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 make him happy. So what's happening with the album now? Is it's not it's it, it's not fully released yet. You've it's, got it. It's not out so, yet. It's, it's, there's like no, four tracks of end of March. March. And then what about yeah. playing live? Where are you going to go? Barbican. The barbecue. Yeah, I'm playing. <laughs> in, in, in we love the barbecue. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> and uh, but I'm playing all the time. I just played many shows in West Africa at the end of the year. And uh, when I go back, I have some more shows before the, uh, coming to London. What about America? Do you play That's over there? Oh, uh, not really this year. I, I think after the barbecue, people are planning for another tour. In, in, in but but do you do you have do you have a, a big audience in America? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Good luck with the album, Baba. It's been a total privilege and pleasure to have you on because I really feel Thank like I've, I've had a great education for this last hour. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. He was lovely. He was absolutely lovely, and uh, I was thinking I meant to ask him this, but but did, but, but I you can't really. It's not, but it, it seems to me that when you're a successful musician like him, you carry such a greater mantle of responsibility than just say an artist in the West. Yes, you, you know? do, you do, because he's an emissary, isn't he? You know, and, and uh, yeah. Uh, the new album. Yeah. In fact, he was in Emissary Lake and Palmer for a while. <laughs> Shall I say? Was that a prog band? <laughs> oh, that's shoehorned it that's in. That's a word we haven't it. had for a while. We need to get some more. We kill. haven't actually. No. No. Um, and listen to the ticket. Listen to Being, which is uh, Bubba's new album. And listen to anything. Just go back and listen to Bubba Marl. Because I've yeah, I've got. It's just been. I, I actually feel very serene from just having been listening to him for the last day. You mean two. you're not shouting and ranting? At, at, I said, well, until I saw you, then the hackles went up again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, so uh, we had Ian uh, producing us today. And, uh, yes, thank you, Give me sugar. Thank you. And um, we will be back. I, I'm, I'm saying next week every time now because I'm never quite sure when we're not going to have a week when we're not doing it. But So we'll be back. We'll be back. Thanks awfully. Thanks awfully. It's good night from me. And good night from them. Rock on Tours is produced by Gimme Sugar Productions for Warner Music Group UK. Hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.